This is a state for Wednesday, November 16th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. For our first headline of the day, focusing on culture, for the first time in two years, MSU hosted its annual Global Festival at the Union, a long-standing tradition at MSU that serves as an educational celebration or different countries and cultures from around the world. The festival is free to anyone in the community who wants to learn about cultures that differ from their own. The event was complete with live performances of singing, dancing, traditional dance, and martial arts. This year's festival featured cultural exhibits from 18 different countries, including Bangladesh, El Salvador, India, Iran, and Norway. Along with the exhibits and cultural performances, the festival also includes a gift shop with items from around the world, the proceeds from which fund scholarships for international students. International Students Association representative for the Associated Students of Michigan State University, Ishwari Kapel, said that the festival is an opportunity to help international students feel a sense of community. Probably the best part is just having the festival again and seeing that people are still interested and excited and connecting in this way. Communications and Community Outreach Coordinator for the Office of International Students and Scholars, Joy Chance, said, We weren't sure what turnout would be like since it hasn't happened in a long time, but we are really pleased the communities obviously come out to support our international students. For our second headline, focusing on city news, construction has begun for a new pizzeria on Grand River Avenue, taking over the previous Collegeville Textbook Company site, which shut down during the pandemic. Located at 321 East Grand River Avenue, Karate's Pizzeria Bar and Bocce will feature two stories of dining, a bar, and two 60-feet bocce courts. The restaurant was approved by the East Lansing City Council on June 11th and hopes to open in early 2023. Demolition of the previous storefront can currently be seen from Grand River Avenue. New construction to the site will include the addition of a steel structure supporting the second floor, new interior partitions, architectural features and finishes, mechanical, electrical, and plumbing modifications, new food service equipment, the addition of fire suppression system, and the addition of a rear exit stair enclosure, according to plans from architecture firm Ron and Roman Incorporated, who are working on the project. In the plans presented to city council, the restaurant applied for an entertainment and dance and liquor license. They plan to be open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday, noon to 10 p.m. on Sunday, and 10 a.m. to midnight on Fridays and Saturdays. Approval was granted under conditions that no one under 21 would be allowed into the restaurant without a guardian after 11 p.m., and the capacity be set at 290 persons, with seating limited to 250 diners. And for our final headline of the day, focusing on culture, on Sunday, MSU's Pavilion for Agriculture hosted Lansing Model Railroad Clubs, or LMRC, annual model train show and sale. The club has been hosting the show every November since it was established in 1955. Originally, the club and show operated in an out-of-use passenger train station in Lansing. 
Kurt Wilson has been attending LMRC shows for more than a decade, ever since he revisited his childhood love of trains. He's particularly interested in building complex layouts. At his home, he has an O-scale layout that can run up to six trains at once. Organizers estimated that there were between 2,700 and 3,000 attendees. Most were either young children accompanied by parents or older hobbyists who, like Wilson, had rediscovered their love of model trains as they aged. The show wasn't just for those hoping to see the trains in action. It was also a marketplace, with almost 200 dealers selling and trading model trains and scenery. Some dealers represented brick-and-mortar stores or online retailers, while others were simply individuals who sell and trade to grow their collections and get involved in the community. Attendees had mixed answers on what first drew them to the hobby. Some found nostalgia in something they loved in childhood. Parents and family members said they were able to connect with children, and almost all were simply fascinated with the mechanics of a train. Before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting cloudy with possible flurries or snow showers with a high of 39 and a low of 27. Thank you for joining us for The State, produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with more.